What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and this is the final episode in the Beat Grow Guide. After this episode, you'll be ready to grow the biggest, baddest, most beautiful beats that you've ever grown before. Let's get to it. Now, after our seedlings germinate, we're going to want to make sure that we thin our crops. Depending on the variety that you're growing, you're going to want to thin your crops and leave three to six inches between each seedling. Now, beets don't require an excessive amount of water. On average, they require about one inch of water a week. Even though I always talk about the benefits of drip irrigation and why every garden should have drip irrigation, to be honest with you, I usually always hand water my beets. Hand watering instead of drip irrigation will improve your germination rate when it comes to growing beets. You want to make sure that you keep the soil moist until those seedlings germinate. Now, after the beets have been growing for about two weeks, I like to apply an all-purpose organic fertilizer. My fertilizer of choice is always compost. Make sure whatever fertilizer you apply is not too high in nitrogen, or else you will just grow amazing beet tops, which are edible, but you'll end up with small roots. So, you have to decide, are you trying to grow beet tops, or are you trying to grow beet roots? If you're only trying to get the beet tops... Rather than growing the beet varieties that form the bulbous roots, just get the beet varieties that don't form the bulbous roots and are grown for their tops. My favorite variety for beet tops comes from a company called Twillies, and it is called Fresh Cool. And I find that this variety produces the best beet tops when grown early in the spring as opposed to when grown in the fall. After you apply that fertilizer around the two to three week mark, You don't have much left to do with your beets except to ensure that they stay watered. Towards the end of the growing cycle, right before you get ready to harvest your beets, you're going to want to stop watering them. And that's because if you apply excessive amounts of water towards the end of the beet growing cycle, you can end up splitting the root. And that tip doesn't just apply to beets, that applies to all root crops. So about one week before you plan on harvesting your beets, you should dial back the amount of water that you're giving them. Now, when it comes to harvesting beets, you can harvest them at any stage. You can harvest them before they've even formed the bulbous root and just take the tops, or you can wait until they reach full maturity. After the beets reach about one inch in size, which usually happens around 21 to 28 days after the beets germinate, you can start harvesting them. Or you can wait till around the 45 day mark when the beets reach that three inch size to start harvesting them. To harvest beets, you can use one of two methods. You can harvest by hand, or you can use some sort of hand tool, some sort of fork or shovel to remove the beets from the soil. If you use your hand, simply brush away the soil from the base of the stem, grab the stem, and pull gently from the ground. If you plant it in loose, rich, organic soil, the beet should pull right out of the ground. Now, if you're afraid to pull the beet by hand, then you can use a hand tool. Place your shovel or fork in the ground about three to four inches away from the base of the stem, jam it into the ground, and press back on the handle, away from the beets. This will help lift the beet out of the ground. Then you can simply dust off the soil and you're ready for the next step. One tip I will give you is do not let your beets stay in the ground for too long. If your beets are in the ground for more than 60 days, they're going to end up hard and fibrous. But those beets are still great for juicing. 
if you want to increase the shelf life of your homegrown beets, then do this. Do not wash your beets after you harvest them. Harvest your beets, cut the green tops off, but leave about an inch or two of green at the top of the beets, and then use your hand, a towel, or a soft bristle brush and brush the dirt off the beets. Now, once you've cleaned off your beets, simply throw them in an open plastic bag or your reusable silicone bags, leave the bag open, and put the beets in your refrigerator. Leaving the bag open is the key. If you close the bag, you will trap the moisture in the bag and that moisture will slowly rot your beets. If you follow these tips and don't wash your beets before storing them, then they can last three to four months in your refrigerator. If you don't plan on storing them in your refrigerator for that long, then you can always can your beets or freeze them to use them at a later time. And that's really all you need to know to grow and store the best beets possible. Before I let you go, I want to say this. Make sure you try more than one variety of beets. My favorite or go-to variety of beet to plant is the Detroit Dark Red. I consistently have great harvest of medium-sized beets with this variety. If you're looking for a fun variety of beet to try, then try the Candy Cane or Striped variety. When you cut that beet variety open, it's white and red and striped on the inside and looks like a candy cane. But this variety stains the same way that the dark red varieties do. One thing I hate about beets is how they stain your hands, your clothes, and the countertop. But let me tell you this. If you hate the way they stain as much as I do, then try growing any golden variety of beets. This variety, for some odd reason, does not stain your hands or clothes, and it possesses the exact same nutritional value as the dark red varieties. As I say this out loud, now I'm asking myself, why don't I grow more of the golden varieties? I don't know why I don't do more of that. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do. After I finish this episode, I'm going to go and order some golden beet seeds. And you should do the same. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that before. That's it for this episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I hope you feel more inspired and more confident when it comes to growing beets. Because I believe beets don't get enough love and respect in the gardening community, and I'm here to change that. So you know what I need you to do? I need you to go get those beet seeds that you ordered after listening to the last episode, head out to the garden, and plant three to four rows of beets this season. That's it for this episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, if you enjoyed this and found any value in this episode or any of the previous episodes, tell a friend or two about the show. I'm trying to get to be one of the top 10 gardening podcasts this year. And I can only do that if you share this show with other fellow gardeners. Until next time, get your hands outside in the dirt and just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it. <laughs>